Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another edition of Raising Vibration Radio. I'm your host, uh, Reverend Raven, and tonight I have a special guest that I got to a great opportunity to meet by chance, although you all know there's no such thing as chance, uh, is Miss Michelle. And Michelle, please help me with your last name. It's Leonello. Hi, Reverend. How are you? I'm doing great. So I want to share with the audience how um, we met. I I had just had brunch in the great city of Gulfport, Florida, and I was walking down the aisle and I saw you sitting outside a nice little mystic shop. Is that correct? Yes, Chi Crystal. Yeah, so you were actually doing readings that day, and Jill and I partook of it, and you were absolutely amazing. Your energy is beautiful, you're spot on, and I just thought, I need to ask you to be a guest on the show. So I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself starting off. Okay, well, um, I started to read cards in my early 40s. Uh, I had always, I was raised in a family where my mother believed a lot in metaphysical type things like spirits and card readings and meditation and different things like that. So I was always around me growing up, but I never took it seriously. And then one day, uh, I would, I, I think I was maybe in my early forties, I was at a convention And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go buy a deck of cards. So I went to the local bookstore there and it was in Saratoga Springs, New York, but bought a deck of cards and just started working with them. And um, it's kind of strange, you know, just I think I always had the ability, uh, but I just was repressing it. And I bought a deck of cards, started reading for people. And like you said, um, Reverend, there's no coincidences. Um, I was working at that time part-time in a seasonal restaurant in upstate New York. And I waited on about a couple of these women. And I got talking about how I'm reading cards and, you know, and they ran the uh, psychic fair circuit out of Syracuse, New York. (laughs) And they were like, why don't you sign up and work in Reader's Row? And I go, okay. And that's how it all started. Wow. You know, what's kind of funny is that I was in that part of New York uh, in the uh, 2002 to 2004 time up in the Finger Lakes area, Mm -hmm. Oneida, uh, Mexico, New York. So. So our energies may have passed each other's They path. might have. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Auburn, New York, which oh. is about 45 minutes from Syracuse and about an hour from Rochester. Wow, that is yeah. so amazing. So, so, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut you off. That's just how it got started. And from there, I just you know, started doing readings at different little shops or I started... Um, offering psychic parties, which I still do, where people have me come to their home and for gatherings, whether it be a family gathering, bridal party, parties, family picnics, and the host and hostess is free. 
and then I just charge each person. And it's like a fun thing. And then it just seemed to go with word of mouth. So was when when you were growing up, was there anybody else in your family like you? My mother. Your mother. Yeah, she was very much in, like I had said, into metaphysics. Um, she was into like spirits and paranormal um, meditation. I but think I was the only 10-year-old that had to go and sit in front of a man in a turban from India and get my mantra. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Oh. I, believe me, as a kid, I was just like, this is crazy. I think that's why I just, re, you know, I didn't identify having the ability because it was so pushed on me at a young age. It took a while for me to be able to just decide it was time. Right. And so you weren't pushed into going to different or going to church and getting um, that. Stuff. I, well, I did go on a religious journey and I think it kind of led me to where I am today. I was raised Catholic, baptized, married in a Catholic church, etc. And then I got away from that. And for a while, I attended a born again um, Baptist church. Uh, so I explored that for a little bit, and then I decided, well, maybe that's not for me, and I started going to a Zeon church. So it's been a journey, uh, but eventually when I lived in Sarasota, there's a lovely spiritual metaphysical church there called the Sarasota Center of Light, mm -hmm. and I found that church. So I started attending that um, celebration. They're a universal spiritualist church. Um, so I started reading for the church for their psychic fairs. And also they used to have like a big, lovely candlelight Christmas Eve um, service. So I was one of the mediums for that service. And it was just a lovely church to be a part of. Um, so that's when I decided I'm just, I'm a universal spiritualist. I believe in all religions. The only difference in the doctrine of universal spiritualists is we believe that you can communicate with people who've transcended to the other side. That is awesome. Yeah. So what if your clients just commented in here, said John, uh, John Collins, um, oh, he said, hi, John. Yeah, he says, you're great. You helped him through a lot of things and he's not a skeptic anymore. So, so on that, just him saying that, like, how many skeptics do you come across in your, in your line of work? Well, <laughs> it's difficult being a medium. Um, I don't openly share that with people. Mm -hmm. I kind of let people come to me. I believe spirit will bring people to the messenger. Um, I, some people think you're witchcraft or evil or, you know, they just have whatever perceptions of someone who is a, a medium and intuitive guide. Um, I think my children shied away a little bit growing up with it. Um, coming from a small town. Um, but 
I, so it, it's difficult. Some people think you're crazy. You know, you, it's just something I had to learn to live with. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like, didn't want to be like, how do I say this? Okay. So in my hometown, it's rather small. And I opened the first um, universal spiritualist celebration of life service. I rented space in a Unitarian church. So I thought I need to bring universal spiritualist to Auburn, New York. So, um, the newspaper, the local newspaper called me up and interviewed me about this church and, you know, connecting with people who've crossed. And I had a lovely uh, assistant minister at the time, Christy Blaisdell, who's also a medium. Don't they do the whole Sunday section on me? Oh, I mean, huge. And I was like, oh, my God. My brother called me up and he's like, you got to have the whole section. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't plan it. And it just always seemed like when I worked psychic fairs around the area, like the last thing I wanted is I didn't want the attention drawn to me because my family was kind is leery. And right. then I'd get interviewed and my picture would be in the paper. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's there are a lot of skeptics out there. Um, what I've come to believe is you just have to be true in who you are. Um, you know, I'm not evil. I work with angels mostly and ascendant masters. Um, I've never encountered anything evil. Right. Uh, some people come for readings um, they're closed and I can tell they're closed. Mm-hmm. So I kind of ask them, you know, can you take a breath? Can you relax a little bit? Because you can shut off a medium from, you know, reading for you if you're very guarded and skeptical when you sit in front of one. Now, when you're walking down the street, let's say you went to the Gulfport open market on Tuesday morning, right? Mm-hmm. You're walking down the street. Can you see or or feel somebody's loved one hanging on to somebody walking down the street? No. No. Okay. Um, I've learned to shut down. Um, years ago, when I was opening up more, I used to be able to walk into like a restaurant or place and I could like like pick up everybody, like where they were from. And I would like strike conversations. I'd be, oh, you're from California. Well, yeah. How do you know that? It was just, it was too much. Mm -hmm. So I had worked with a, uh, another medium as a mentor in the beginning. And she taught me, I do like the Reiki bubble and protect myself in the triple white light. Mm -hmm. So I shut down. So I'm not open. I like that when I go out. It's too much. So for our listeners that listen in and they're just thinking about their own spirituality or their own gifts, what advice would you have for them for tapping into their, their own gifts that, cause we all have them. Right. We just don't tap into them. So right. what advice would you give to people to tap into their gifts? Well, I always say, Go buy a deck of cards. <laughs> You're right. Go, go touch them, find one you're drawn to, and just start to play with them a little bit. Maybe do three card, you know, readings, past, present, future. 
um, read the book a little bit and then stop reading the book. Ask friends and family if you can do three card readings and just you have to start building that third eye. You know, it's a muscle. You have to learn to begin to open it up. Um, one of the things I did when I started to realize is I found a woman who I had known had been a medium for many years. And um, I would go to her house a few times. I've got like a, and sit with her and she, I would read for her and mm -hmm. she would validate and work with me and gave me the prayers, shared with me the prayers she used. And um, I went from there. It's just really just practice. Some people um, automatically, I've met people who are automatically born where they see like affirmation or apparitions and spirits and they don't know who to talk to about it. And then they meet me and they're like, oh my God, I'm so happy I can talk to you about it. I thought I was crazy. My family thinks I'm crazy. So one of the most important things um, for anybody who has an ability is you have to find like-minded people um, because people that do not have the ability, they just don't understand. They, they, they think you're crazy or they, you know, think you're wicked or you right. have to put yourself around like-minded people. Um, sometimes like people who've crossed will find me mm -hmm. and want me to get with one of their loved ones that's still here. Um, I'll give you an example. It's very rare though, but this was a woman who I used to, um, I used to like do the cash out for a restaurant years ago. So after every day, after I did cash out, I go to her house and just drop off the money. Mm -hmm. And um, her husband was very ill at the time. So he had a rare um, type of cancer. And every, you know, couple of days, three days, I'd go by and a lot of times she wasn't there, but he would be there. And I saw gradually as cognitively, he started to just decompose or, you know, it affected him. And I would always stop and say hi and talk to him sometimes. And well, anyway, long story short, he eventually crossed and I was going to her, going up the driveway as I typically did to drop off the money. And he was like right there. Oh, wow. And he was like, I got to talk to, I'm not going to say names, but I got to talk to my wife. I got to talk to my wife. And I would be like, okay, I don't have time right now. I will <laughs> let her know. She understood that. <laughs> and I'm in my car and I'm driving and he would like not leave me alone. <laughs> and finally, it's like I had to say, what I knew his name, I, I will connect with her. I will let her know you want to connect. So the next, when I had a chance, I called her and I said, your husband won't leave me alone. She goes, that figures. <laughs> so we scheduled a time and he gave her the message that he needed to give her. So, but that doesn't happen very often where they like tag me like that. So you branched out into other things as well. You're a reverend or a minister, right? Yeah. Well. Yep. I have my uh, master's degree in metaphysical science. So yes, I'm a reverend. Um, I haven't been utilizing um, what I could do under that. I mean, mm -hmm. I have married people um, in the past. I was actually thinking about maybe I should get back into that. 
um, you know, being able to facilitate um, ceremonies, celebrations of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my own church, as I said. Um, it was called Celebration of Spirit. It was a universal um, spiritual church. So, yeah, I can be a, a spiritual coach. Uh, I have coached, talked to people. I can counsel people who um, are struggling with different things. I use a more spiritual approach, obviously. Uh, the other thing that kind of opened up to me, it's just kind of people ask me and I'm like, sure. And as I can go in and do like house cleansing, like if people have, they know they have um, activity in their home, mm-hmm. I can, I've gone in, I can kind of cleanse, smudge and connect with the activity who's there and let the owners know, give them a message. So I do that quite frequently. Right. I don't know what the formal name is. House clearing. <laughs> Energy clearing. That's yeah. a good one. Connecting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's a typical day look like for you when you get up? I, I, I'd like to know what all you do from the time you get up in the morning till when you go to bed. I work full time. <laughs> okay. You work full time. So on top of all of this, you have a full time job. Yes. And is it easy to shut it down while you're at work? I know you protect yourself and stuff like that, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so um, do you have to get up real early in the morning? Do you like do meditation before you go to work? Do you do that afterwards? I know you're a busy person. So how, um, how do you get everything worked in during a day? Well, I, I work different hours, some days, some nights. Uh-huh. Um, as far as like formal meditation, I not I don't do that regularly anymore. I used to enjoy listening to Deepak Chopra's mm-hmm. um, CDs. I found a lot of comfort with them. Um, right now, my meditation is I take my dog for a walk in the morning before I go to work. I go to the beach. I went to the beach today, um, walking in parks, just being here in beautiful Florida. I mean, I'm very attracted, gravitate toward water. Mm-hmm. So I get to the water as much as I can. Uh, I paddleboard. One of my favorite activities is paddleboarding and I'm out there in the middle of the intercoastal and sometimes I get to see dolphins and manatees. So that's my meditation. Oh yeah. Um, that is a meditation. It's, being on it's there. more um, self-care. Uh-huh. Um, balance is really important. I teach yoga. I've done that for many years now. I have a little class I teach here in St. Petersburg on Monday evenings. Um, you know, hang out at the crystal store. <laughs> I gotcha. I got you. Um, you know, just go to work, come home. Um, but it's really about balance for me grounding is is just doing the activities I love to do being physical right so this month is uh trauma awareness and mental health awareness month and um there's a lot of wounded people out there that yeah have, there are. Uh, yeah in fact you should treat everybody like they've had a trauma in their life correct I mean a lot of people have um uh, I'm including myself, you know, we yes. all have, you know, we all had trauma in our life and we should treat, you know, uh, treat people with trauma. Um, 
and stuff like that. But what is some advice that you would give on self-care of releasing trauma in oneself? Like, you know, if you had somebody come in there and they felt like they were a victim or they can't forgive themselves or something of that nature, what path would you set them on? Well, first and foremost, I would suggest that they seek formal like mental health counseling and Mm -hmm. trauma counseling and grief counseling. Um, It's really important when when a person um, has a history of trauma that they also connect with people of of same similar same and similar life experiences. The same as if someone has an ability to be around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one of the things, one of the uh, exercises that I've used when working with people with trauma is to imagine that person going, bringing them into a meditative state and imagining that person like in a big bubble and just looking into their eyes and speaking words to them that you would like to say, Mm -hmm. whether it's words of, I have to forgive you or I have to forgive myself. Right. And eventually as you work through this meditation, um, releasing them off into the universe in, in that bubble, um, that's been very therapeutic. Um, working through grief. Um, One of the main things that I enjoy about being a medium is that I do help to provide closure for people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people come to me, um, you know, they feel like they didn't have closure with people who've crossed. So being able to connect with them and give them messages and answer um, questions for them is probably one of the most fulfilling parts of having my ability. Oh, I have to agree with you. Um, yeah. I, I, I lost a spouse like 23 years ago and uh, it was really quick. He went to the dentist and and 48 hours later he was gone um, yeah. from sepsis. So when you really didn't get to say your goodbyes and stuff like yeah. that, it, you know, it's really difficult. And, you know, uh, I didn't believe in all this stuff because I, I too saw different paths when I was younger because my parents didn't make me go to church. So I went on different spiritual paths like you did seeking those kind of things. And I got tied up with the Baptist church because I grew up in Tennessee. Uh Um, So, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky area. So they said that that was the, you know, again, that was like, the devil stuff or you know but but they talk about tongues and communicating with the dead throughout the bible right they do but yeah. they tell you that it's all wrong so very confusing and adolescence learning all of the you know all about this stuff but i was lucky enough that my neighbor uh while i was going through my grieving of him you know passing over suggested i go see this teacher down in um in South Florida that was amazing. And he knew things that happened to me that very night before I came to visit him. So mm-hmm. and I wasn't even thinking about that. So that opened up, that cracked me wide open to being 
you know, that started me down my spiritual path and that was back in 1999. So, uh, I, I like to share with people how, if you are grieving, um, a lost one to seek out somebody like Michelle, um, because it's very important to have that closure and to know that they continue to go on, you know, on the other side and you can communicate with them. Yeah. I, you know, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you for doing that for people, because that's very, very important is thank to be you. able to communicate. Now, I know I communicate with them all the time. I can hear them. I'll get a thought and I know it isn't my thought. So I know it's a a, a loved one's uh -huh. thought that came into my head. So but at the, at the beginning, I had no idea. So I'm very thankful for people um, like you that give their time and energy to help others um, with communicating with that loved one, because it's, it, it's, it's just a gift. It's a beautiful gift and, and helping them with that. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I think spirit, I don't take any credit for my ability. One of the coolest things too. Um, so it just, so the two very important people in my life crossed, right when I was either teaching yoga or getting ready to teach yoga. Um, the first one was my grandmother, Fritzy. Um, I was in the middle of teaching a class at the time. I was working for a YMCA in my hometown and I got a text, you know, that grandma had crossed. So I went to the nursing home and I always like to stay with the body after everybody's gone. Mm -hmm. and it was the cutest thing because she slept, she just kind of felt she was asleep in her bed. So after everybody was gone, I was standing there by her body and she was just above her body and she was going like, what's going on? Where, where did everybody go? And I said, well, grandma, you died. She goes, I did? And I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, and she just went off. Like she didn't know she crossed. Oh, and that happens too until you tell But that was like the first time I really sat, you know, with a course. And I was like, I could see her. And I was like, she's like, what's going on? I go, Grandma, you died. She goes, oh, it's like she was all happy. And she just <laughs> went like I'm out of suffering. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so cute. And she yeah, just talked it so funny talked to her because since then? Huh? Have you talked to her since then? Um, she doesn't come through a lot. Mm -hmm. She doesn't a lot. And then my mother, um, when my mother crossed, I was just sitting down to start a yoga class. And um, I had gotten like a call from my um, sister on my way home from work at the time. This was Jeepers. Um, I think it's terrible. Time flies and I lose track. But I think it was like 20... Oh, 15. And uh, they said, mom's having heart, you know, having chest pains. And, you know, I told her she's going to the hospital. I'm like, okay, she'll be okay. You know, mm -hmm. denial. Yeah. So I went about, I said, I'll come to the hospital after my class. Well, just when I sat down to um, teach my class, my brother texted me and said, Michelle, I think you better get here. I think she's gone. So I left. But she used to come to my yoga class, this particular one, but uh -huh. my mom had a lot of arthritis, so she couldn't really do like it on the mat. So I would set up chairs for her and 
you know, she knew she needed yoga with her arthritis. Mm-hmm. But it was the cutest thing because the next like time when I was at the church, I used to teach at a Unitarian church on the side. Uh-huh. There she was right next to me, like she was in her 20s. on the floor, smiling like the pictures I remember when she was young and going, see, I can do it now. Oh, that is so It was so, it was so cool. It was like, she came through exactly like, um, do I have the picture? Mm. No, I don't have it up. But exactly like this picture that of when she had like her senior year. So, when when somebody crosses over and they reflect back to somebody that's living, they can choose what other age they want to be to that person. Some will come through as they were at the end. Some will come through as they want to be remembered. Nice. Like as they because sometimes they'll say, well, a woman's coming through and she has dark hair and, you know, um, she's wearing red lipstick and and. I feel like this is like female energy or what. And they'll go, well, no, my mother had gray hair. I go, but remember, they're sometimes come through the way they felt best, the way they want to be remembered. A lot of people don't want to be remembered as they were at the end. Right. Yes, I, 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 I can understand that. That's just like the day that I met you and you said my mother's coming through and you kept saying she had pedal butchers on. And I'm like, oh, that's got to be Claudia. But no, my mother wore pedal. As I got away from you, I'm like, oh, yeah, my mother wore pedal pushers. And who calls them pedal pushers, right? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we're short in my family. So we always buy those because we don't have to worry about going to get pants ham. So it was just right. easier to go around with high water pants pants on because mm-hmm. <laughs> they almost reach down to the bottom right right so <laughs> yeah she was a beautiful woman she was very loving yeah i would um my my mother and i had an opportunity to grow uh together as two females um you know I know that I chose her to be my mother mm-hmm. and our growth actually took place when I got to take care of her at the end of her life. So I never felt close to her as a child um, or a teenager or anything like that. But after, after I got to, the chance to take care of her, uh, that's when our relationship grew and it was such a beautiful opportunity mm-hmm. for me to grow. So yeah. I'm very thankful for that. She was busy doing other things. She was learning her lessons. Yes, I, I get it. Yes. Yep. And, yep. and God bless her. She picked my father to be with and I don't know what, what she was thinking, but bless her heart. You came. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of that, um, I've read, I have uh, read some books about uh, when we do cross over to the other side and we're hanging out before we come back onto this planet, or we might choose to go to another realm or planet that we have a soul group over there and we all sit there and choose what we're going to do when we come back and what games we're going to play with each other. I believe in that. I believe in that that? theory. So we we actually choose what lessons we're going to have when we come back over. Well, yeah, sometimes we don't want to. 
<laughs> right, right. Because we're thinking, why did I choose to have that list in this lifetime? What was I thinking? But it's yeah. it's all about like creation, isn't it? Well, th this is the, my theory. I call it a theory. Okay. Because everybody has a right, you know, has their own theories on things. Um, just from what I, how I see it when I connect, uh, I do feel like that we do travel in the same soul family. Mm -hmm. We're souls, we're energy, right? We, right. we enter through birth and we leave at death through that soft spot, mm -hmm. it's my belief. Um, so I believe we contract with different people to play out the roles that we do in each lifetime. Now, one of the things though, is like, there's this thing we have called free will. Right. So we can, any person can opt out of the contract. Okay. Okay. And if they do, eventually in some lifetime to come thousands of years, whatever, they will have to come back and try to complete that contract. Right. Um, there was somebody, I won't say names that I contracted with and they chose not to complete the contract. This was told to me. Mm -hmm. um, and the way I kind of can tell if someone chose to not complete the contract is you have hard feelings when you part ways. So for me, this is just my theory. The telltale sign is when a contract is over is when, you know, how you can have someone in your life every day, every day, every day. Right. And then suddenly they're not in your life every day. Right. But when you part ways, it's not like it was on ill, ill feelings. It was more, oh, we just went separate ways, but we might still say hi. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. That's when I know that the contract was fulfilled. When I part ways with someone and there's ill feelings on either side, then somebody opted to not fulfill the contract. I got you. So um, uh, speaking of that, like it, the ill feelings, so the person that's having the ill feelings that uh, when you part from that contract, are they the ones that kind of ended the contract or what could it be also the other person as well? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. That's a fair, that's a fair answer. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, it could be one person ending it. Usually, I mean, at least with my experience, if one person has ended the contract, there's usually hard, and there's hard feelings on both ends in some way. Right. Well, it, it just depends on where you are too, uh, spiritually, emotionally, and all that stuff, because you can, you, you know, uh, unconditional love is releasing somebody and, and sending them off with love and light. If, you know, if you never, right. yeah. So uh, yeah. again, that's one of those things, but I, yeah. I get you, but also we're also like a bunch of children down here and that doesn't necessarily happen either. Right. We, you know, you have to be pretty, uh, you know, evolved into the unconditional love type for that to even occur. So it just depends yeah. on your, your, um, your ability for unconditional love. And 
And that's a lot of work on itself. Unconditional love. Yeah. And I'm, and I don't know that any human can achieve that because we have this thing called the human condition, right? We have feelings. <laughs> we do have, you feelings. know, even, even though we can, you know, read the four agreements and, you know, be impeccable with our word. Don't they take things personal and that we still do because we're human. Yes, we are happy. We're, we're having a human experience this yep. lifetime. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but it's quite interesting. Um, but anyway, um, I moved. So this is my third move to Florida. Wow. I always knew I belonged in Florida. I vibrate the highest in humidity, <laughs> believe it or not, um, in the water. So um, I landed here in St. Petersburg, um, I'm going to say by accident, but it wasn't an accident. It was all predestined. Mm -hmm. um, but originally I was ready to move back to Englewood, Florida, which is near Venice. Okay. About an hour and a half south of here. Right. Um, I had all my plans to move there. And then my cousin had moved to St. Petersburg that October. I'll be in St. Petersburg for a year this month, May. She had moved in October last year. And she said, well, why don't you move here and we'll rent a place and um, check out St. Petersburg. And so at the last minute, I was like, okay. So that's how I landed here. Um but I was supposed to be here because everything has fallen into place. Oh yeah. And there's something about the energy here in St. Petersburg. Like I have lived in different parts of Florida. Like you have, I've been down here since, uh, 1989. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I would go to different places, um, and, and live, but I kept coming back because this was the first place I ever came to. So uh -huh. I would go and try other parts of Florida. And I like the other parts of Florida. Don't get me wrong, but I really resonate with something here in St. Petersburg. Yeah. I, I don't want to know what it is, though. Yeah. There's a lot of um, spiritual people. There's a big spiritual community here. It took me a while to find them, but now it just keeps coming like yourself, you know, mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of metaphysical people are very open. Um, some places I find they're afraid, like if you, they're afraid you're going to take their clients, you know, like they become scared. And my belief is there is enough for everyone. Oh yes. And I've, I've lived in communities where they wouldn't even like allow me to work out of their store or you know, do this or, because they were just afraid of competition, which is, was bizarre to me. Um, but here it's like, oh yeah, come on, come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I just seem to always be drawn to the places I'm supposed to be. Um, the one church, let me get their proper name. Okay. I should get their proper name. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I thought it would be on their flyer. I believe they're in Kenwood. Uh -huh. in Key, and they're a spiritual church. Uh, it is called, I believe, the Temple of, of the Living God. 
Okay. And they're on, yeah, they're on uh, 20th uh, Street in between 5th Avenue and 1st Avenue. Uh, and 2nd. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was on a walk one day with my cousin. We had lived in that area for a while. And we ran into the ch that church. And I was like, God, what's this? What's, you know, what's this church? And it just so happened that this lovely lady who runs the bookstore was in there working. So we knocked on the door. They weren't open. And she let us in and talked to us. And she was very welcoming. And I said, well, I'm a reader. I said, you know, do you need any readers? And she took my name and everything. And ever since then, I've been working um, as a reader at the psychic fair for the church there. Uh-huh. It was just like. That oh is that a coincidence? No, that I was supposed to be there at that time. Yeah. So they have psychic fairs there. I'm not aware that they do that. Oh, yes, um, they do. And they're very um, I actually have their schedule because it helps to fund the church. Uh-huh. So they have them. OK, so I'm looking at May. What is their next May one? Seven rays. Okay. The next one is May 14th from 12 to 4. So next Saturday from 12 yep. to 4. 15 minutes for $15. Nice. Yep. And then they have like different, you have to kind of go on their site or get their newsletter. Um, and then they have like different fundraisers for the church. I think last month I worked, um, it was something for Reverend Carmen where she had like f maybe five readers and it was raising money for the church. You know, oh, that's nice. You get a little bit of a fee, but so, yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know, everything just seems to be falling into place here. And then of course, you know, Melissa, who owns Chi Crystal? I can't speak. I can't speak high, more highly of her. She's a wonderful person, and I just love re working out of that store. Mm -hmm. The people that come in there, you know, I meet so many interesting people in Gulfport. Um, it's just like a little stop in and say hi kind of store, too, you know. Yeah, the energy in Gulfport is just absolutely beautiful. You got yeah. a lot of creative souls there, a lot of open people there. Uh, and it's part of St. Petersburg. It's just its own little entity yeah. within yeah. St. Petersburg. So, And yeah, it's so and close I, to the water, too. Yeah, right there. It's beautiful. Um, I just worked at Expo at the casino. They had a big holistic Expo Unity Church Gulfport, I think Unity Church. Oh, Kim Harrell's, Reverend Kim, Kim Harrell. Yep, thing. Reverend yeah. Kim. Uh -huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I just worked that. That was a great success. And I'm going to be at that again in August. Nice. I went to the one there in January on my birthday. Uh -huh. And it, it was really nice. And uh, I met uh, a couple of people there that have been on the show. So. Uh, that's that's a really nice fair to do. But I, the Church of the Living God, um, I have a very good friend, uh, Be uh, Beverly Bonoff Brown, um, who's an author, and she's been on the show. She goes there herself on Wednesday night for the Course of Miracles. So yeah, I was looking to go to that. They have it on Monday nights too. I see from seven to nine. 
yeah so uh, i went this past not this past wednesday but the wednesday before and it was amazing that the people that go there there's really? so much love and acceptance and it, it felt really great to be there except i was just hot like it's very hot in there for me i don't know the energy was so intense i was like i wish i had a fan because it felt like we were in the 1800s and i needed a fan to fan myself because the energy was so strong in uh -huh. there. yeah i want to check out the course of miracles but i work on wednesday evening so i see they have it on mondays now so uh, they offer it oh margie I don't know. Where uh, there was a guy that did it on Wednesday night. Uh, um, Paul. Paul. Paul Cardillo. Yes. Apparently, he's an attorney. So it's interesting. Um, an attorney, you know, into this and, and talking about the Course of Miracle and all that. You, yeah. You know, you just wouldn't think that that would be it. But you don't know. When you're meeting somebody, what they do, how they got into this, it's it's all fascinating. I, it I really is. It is. I, but like I said, I'm, I don't say it right away. I kind of wait because I got fired from a job years ago because I was a psychic. That wasn't the reason they gave me, though. Oh, of course not. But I ended up getting unemployment because I wrote on the thing. I got fired because I was a psychic. Oh. Yeah, I, you know, that is terrible, but those things do happen. You That's know? why, you know, you just gotta, I just gotta be careful because back to when we first started, started our podcast tonight, you know, you just, people just don't know how to take it. Well, lucky for you, all of my listeners that join in here are very open-minded. They're very gracious. And, and so you don't have anything to worry there at yeah. all. Uh, very blessed that way. Um, it, it, but I had, um, I had an interesting medium on last summer um, or last fall, actually. And uh, she came on and she was hired by the government as a, as a psychic medium. Oh. So she was very informative and told us that the government uses psychic mediums uh, for hiring people to work for them. I didn't know that. Yeah. And some corporations, bigger corporations do too as well. So uh, apparently it's hush hush, but they, they are utilized though. They're, sure. they're paid on staff and, and that's, you know, one of the things we do. So. It's, it's very interesting. And as we go more into the Aquarian age, right? It's just yeah. like the, the lid is blowing off the top and people are becoming very more supportive and community-like. Yeah. One of the big things like that I've channeled lately is the Galactic Foundation. Um, their federation, the Galactic Federation is very strong now. Um They've been coming through a lot in the readings I've done for people. Oh, nice. So mm -hmm. they're getting closer and closer. Well, that'll be amazing when they do come closer, you know, and, and we connect and and have that that higher being to, to help us evolve even further than what we are right here, yeah. right now. Um, they're, they've been here. I listened to a lady um, on YouTube. Her name is April Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's interested in what she channels them, 
Nice. Um, so right now you're, uh, you're still working a day job. Uh, but you, if you get big uh, here in St. Petersburg or Gulfport area, would you, are you going to leave your job and just consider doing this, writing that book? Cause I got, you know, I feel like you need to write your book too. Oh no, I need the health insurance. <laughs> you know, we have to keep that regular job. I mean, well, I would more than be happy to figure out a way to do this full time, but definitely, you know, in this day and age, we need those benefits. At least, yeah. I unfortunately, yes, yeah. we all need benefits. That's I'm not is- quite, you know, at Medicare age yet. Pretty soon, but. Oh, you got a ways to go. Don't worry about Not that long. <laughs> I'm so, 60. I turned 63 in April. So oh, get out of town. Yeah. You don't so look I have like to, you're 63. Yeah. So a few more years and then I figure out what I'm going to do. Well, well, once you get on Medicare, then you can go and do this. Right. Maybe collect help. my social security and, you know, work out of, I, um, yeah, so I'm just open to whatever comes my way at this point. I mean, my business spirit just has been bringing me clients, and I'm very thankful and very blessed for that. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. I love, I'm so happy now that, you know, I'm getting involved in that, like some of the psychic fears around here. And I hope to um, get involved in a few more of those. I just have, you know, as I get the opportunities and the information. Um, so, I know a lot of them are pretty full. You have a website, which I posted right here. It's going across the bottom. So mm-hmm. uh, for our listeners that are listening in, if you want to get in touch with uh, Michelle, mm-hmm. you can definitely go on her website and, and connect through the website to uh, have a reading uh, or any, you know, you're a, a spiritualist coach too, as well. Uh, any guidance work, that type of thing. So, uh, we'll let that run that for a little bit so people can get and connect with you. So you. what, what looks like, um, what looks like the future of St. Petersburg? Do you ever get those kind of you know, energy readings in for that? Oh, let's see. Hmm. I have to tell you, it's just um, St. Petersburg, as we all know, is growing way too fast. Yeah. Um, It's definitely changing. Um, One of the things that concerns me about it is it's starting to lose some of the old Florida values. Mm -hmm. Um, Where I live, I live in I don't live near downtown anymore. I'm, you know, away a little bit. So Mm -hmm. it's more community and residential. Um, So I still have that sense of community, but it's just, um, I'm seeing like a loss of community. Just a loss of people, you know, with real true, like helping each other. Um, I'm, I'm also picking up a lot of greed coming in sadly well the developers and different things 
I got some good news for you, though. So we do good. have we do have a community here in St. Petersburg called the St. Petersburg uh, or St. Pete Time Bank. And so that is a community of people just helping each other out and exchanging time. So and it's growing every day. What's it called? The St. Pete Time Bank. And Time fact, Bank. OK, yes. good. So, so we we actually do have a community based uh, people here and, and you should really check it out. I will. Um, and, and you'll get that. Yes, there are the greedy people out there that are trying to make their money, the capitalists, all yeah. that stuff. But we also have a permaculture going on here too, as well. Good. So don't, don't fret over that. I don't want you to be alarmed. Yeah, by that. I'm not, I'm not alarmed with it because I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I don't put myself in it. Uh, yeah. But. It's but St. Petersburg, I see Gulfport staying Gulfport. The oh. other thing I, I see a little bit is um, a little bit of a shift coming over the next two to three years in regards to like housing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like they're going to go way, way down, but I feel like people are going to be able to have that American dream again. Right. Um I also kind of see it blending. I don't know, like just, I see like, you know, I don't know how to say, and I feel like it's more South. Like I just feel it like more blending with the little towns that, that are South of St. Petersburg. So more growth that way. I gotcha. Uh, one of our, uh, what, in fact, the founder of the St. Pete Time Bank was commenting to Barb Destiny, uh, saying that uh, it would be great to have you as one of us on, at, in the Time Bank okay. uh, to join it and stuff like that. So, and I, I agree with them. Yeah, because there, there's, uh, they, that's a beautiful community of open-minded people that's there as well. So, okay, I'll have to get the information from you later. Yeah, most definitely. So you see the South Side just blooming. Yeah, that's I see more like growth, like, you know, how it's kind of like, you know, how Tampa, St. Pete, you know, how that's all just one mm -hmm. blob. <laughs> I see now it going more South like toward the Skyway Bridge and over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going into Bradenton and yeah. Like, just becoming one big blob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I can explain it. You know, it's, it's like, if you just drive through Florida anywhere it, it on the main roads, it's just a blob. It's once you get into the community, as you know, and meet the people, the blob kind of spreads out. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I like this community, don't get me wrong, but every once in a while, I like to get out in the wilderness. And I've been looking at Fort McCoy, Florida, which is kind of like in the Ocala National Forest yeah. area, just so that I had a place to go to to get out uh, every once in a while. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's it is it's city. Yes, it is getting to be city. Like it's, you know, before, you know, I, I, of course I'm in the urban part of St. Petersburg and a great community. And I love the energy here. And I was so blessed when Cecil passed away two years ago that my community jumped in and helped me, you know, to make it through until I was able to stand on my own. Team. Yeah. 
And I, I it was just a, a beautiful thing, but it, it is busy here and it yeah. is growing and there's a lot of people here. Um, what used to take, you know, uh, 10 minutes to get across town takes 30 minutes now. Yeah. By car. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do we have about five minutes left? Uh, so this is a 90 minute show. Oh, okay. And and so we're here for another uh, 35 or 34 okay. minutes. So. All right. Because I was thinking toward the end, maybe I'll pull a few cards. Yeah, we have and several s- listeners. So if you guys have any questions. Um, feel, let's pop, open up to that. Yeah. So you can pop them in. Michelle's graciously uh, agreed to read cards tonight. And uh, so go ahead and pop in your comments. I can only see them uh, on Raising Vibration Radio or YouTube or or Reverend Raven's page, but not on my own personal pages, people. So if you want to type in a comment where I see it, go and type it in those Facebook channels or that for uh, Michelle. So Michelle, what do you do for fun? I... I paddleboard. Just paddleboard. Um, I ride my bike. Nice. I try to play. I try to play guitar. Try. Ooh. And I just recently went back to crocheting. Oh, nice! <laughs> Is that a sign of age? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, uh, do you teach yoga here? I teach. Um, right now, yes, I teach. I live in a fifty-five and up um, community. Mm-hmm. So on Monday evenings, I have a class here at the rec center in the condominium buildings, condominium complex. I not so uh, we also uh, here in St. Petersburg we have lots of uh, community centers. Do you, you ever think about going to teach at those? I haven't explored that yet. Uh huh. You know, I used to work for LA Fitness the last time I lived in Florida. Uh-huh. But most of my career has been with YMCA's. I just, I just don't have the time. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. You know, I have to, again, you know, going back to the importance of balance and balance being a meditation, you know, um, I do, I could, I could actually be busy every day of the week if I wanted to. Oh, can I we all? Myself. <laughs> right. But I make myself not, you know? Right. So, so self-care for you is taking time um, just to be in your own energy then. And yeah. 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 Today I went to the, like I said earlier, I went to the beach with my friend. Mm-hmm. It was a windy day and we just walked the beach and we jumped in the waves and they were really big today and sat in the sun and it's what I did. It's uh-huh. my goal where, a lot of times I like to keep Sundays open and I call it go where my wit, where the wind blows me day. So I just get up and wherever the wind blows me, you know, maybe I, somebody calls and says, let's do this. Or maybe I decide, oh, I'm going to go do this and wherever I end up. And sometimes uh, it's pretty cool. Yes, I, I agree with you with that. I miss those days. Not having a plan all the time is good. Yes, but for me right now, uh, I have to have a plan, but I will be back to where you are in a few years. Uh, I will be right back to that. I love being blown around sometimes. It's kind of mm-hmm. fun not knowing where life is taking you and going on those little adventures and uh, 
you know, what, what's going to happen for the day, not knowing. Uh, yeah. I, I live with somebody that has to have a plan constantly. I see. <laughs> and I don't like them, but you know what? I have them right now. And then eventually it'll just, you know, dissipate and stuff. Like right. That. That's you're doing what you're fi fulfilling your contract. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Somebody said it's called retirement. Laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys, uh, again, uh, Michelle has agreed uh, to pull cards for you guys. So if you like to uh, have a card pull for you, uh, you can go ahead and post your question and I'll read it to her and she will yeah. pull a card for you. Um, Michelle, uh, so you're going to be at the Church of the Living God um, this coming Saturday on the 14th, right? You're going to do that one, that psychic fair? Um, I won't be at that one. I'm at the next one in June. Uh, the one in June. Um, so, so it's usually, the second, it's usually the second Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Because right. she alternates. Um, she only has three mediums for that. So we alternate every other month. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. And all right. And it, so uh, Barb Destiny has written in here When will my sister move to St. Pete? Oh. Barb Destiny, when will my sister move to St. Pete? Okay, let's see if I can connect with you, Barb, via podcast. This is a first. <laughs> I do uh, video readings, but okay. Okay, what was the lady's first name? Destiny? Barb. Destiny? Barb. 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 Mm-hmm. Barb, when I channel the energy around your question, spirits coming through and saying your sister's a bit hesitant about moving here. Um, they're saying that she she's that like she gets a little leery around change. She has to think about things. OK, so it takes her some time. They're saying don't pressure her. She will move at, at her own pace. Do you understand this? She goes, I know. <laughs> OK, she will. But it's going to be at her own pace. It takes, she's got to like think and think and think. And I also get a sense about your sister that she really is, um, she becomes very attached to things. So letting go of attachments, not just material things, but people, places and things is very difficult for her. She's not as much of a free spirit as you are, is what spirit just said. Oh, she says, thank you. And she You're does welcome. understand. Good. She does understand. Yes. So um, how uh, me personally, uh, when you live with somebody that has boundaries and you don't, she says very good, by the way, for you. Uh, how, how do you deal? Um, what is some advice you would give for that? Uh, a, a free spirit living for somebody that has those hard, restrictive, boundaries set up and you don't have them okay so your question is how how do i cope with a, is this a partner it's a kid a child a child yeah a okay. grown child a grown child yeah can you be more um concrete yeah. in your question is this for you yes it is me and okay. and and my son Okay. And 
and so he's he needs he needs structure he likes to plan everything and i'm like you i like to go where the wind blows me okay okay all right let me so Ah! how do you how do you work with that yes what's what's your advice on that well is he got autism no nothing he doesn't have like an ocd something he uh i don't think so i think that's more me maybe i'm autistic (laughs) i just see him as being very like i have to have this here and i have to have this here and i have to do this this way and i have to do this this way yeah yeah it's like an ocd okay right yeah that's yeah that's what spirit's saying they're like it's he's very exact even where he puts things Yes, very analytical, very exact, very goal or, you know, boundaries, budgeting. I've never been like that my whole entire life. Right. So there's nothing you're going to do to change him. And there's nothing you're going to do to change you. Mm -mm. Um, Spirit says that he was brought into your life, into your life to help keep you in order and keep you grounded. Yes, I, I kind of picked up on that. Yep. He was a true gift. Yeah. A, a true gift to keep me grounded because I would fly go flying off anywhere. So Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of given you, he's been, he was brought into your life to give you a reason to be grounded too. <laughs> because if you didn't have him, I feel like you would, they're saying, you know, again, it's a free will choice, but they're saying you wouldn't have accomplished the things you accomplished if he wasn't brought into your life because he kept you grounded. Oh, I, I totally. Your responsibility as a mother to him kept mm-hmm. you grounded. Yes, I, I can see that because um, I probably would have blown the popsicle stand of my dysfunctional family and not been tied up in all of that. And right. I would have said, see, ya, don't want to be you. And and probably would have been overseas somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. who knows where I would have landed. Right. But they do want to validate that you're doing well for yourself. And it's almost like they're saying it was a struggle, but you're doing very well for yourself and it's only going to get better. Oh, well, thank you. And I, I feel so blessed every day. So mm-hmm. I, I, in fact, I have to do meditation in the morning, which is more gratitude, prayer, and and focusing like that when i get up for the before i even talk to people i have to spend a half hour doing gratitude and and asking how i can uh-huh. be a service every day if yeah. i don't do that i have a really crappy day I, I, it's just but i get you i i like the walking uh meditation too like you do in the paddle board but you have to have great abdominal strength <laughs> to be up on that paddle board Ah, anybody can do it. <laughs> Good balance too, as well. It comes. But <laughs> I have a pr- two prayers I say every morning before I put my feet on the floor. So I have that fear of God. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if I don't do these prayers and I got to tell you, I think he saved me a lot of times with some close calls. Right. Yes. And I, I- oh, I'm so afraid. Like I will not, put my feet on the floor until I say those two prayers, <laughs> been doing them for years and years and years. I gotcha. I'm very fearful of God. I have yes. a strong belief in God, you know, and I, I just fear, I fear, you know, 
I don't know. It's a healthy fear, mm -hmm. but I believe like a lot in the universal laws. Right. So, you know, and I believe the universal laws are, you know, all a part of God and spirit, whatever you want to call your higher power. I call it God, good orderly direction, whatever. Um, but yeah, I really try to practice the universal laws because I do believe in the ripple effect and, you know, like begets like. And so I try to be what I want to attract. So do you, do you believe in instant karma? Instant karma? Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Everybody so, is karma is like a buzzword to me. Uh, Twin souls, karma, you know, I don't know. I used to work uh, a psychic hotline for five years for extra money. I loved it. It was the best job I ever had. I logged in when I wanted to. And now the calls were like, oh, is it, when's my twin flame coming? When's my this coming? You know, and I, I think we, we're all twin flames. Whoever we meet, we're twin flames. Whoever we have a journey with is a twin flame. You know, I, I don't really study that. So mm -hmm. some people do, though, and they could probably answer it, the questions on that. Uh, you know, me personally, I, I, I did a psychic hotline back in the 90s. And me, you know, it's not fun knowing what your future is going to be. Getting woke up in the morning and not knowing how your day is going to end. That's kind of the adventure. That's, that's fun. Yeah. When you, when you know what's coming, how is that fun? Yeah. I agree with you. So um, BJ, she says, we're going, uh, we're getting ready to take a trip out West to LA, California. And we're starting from Rochester, New York. Oh, my daughter and, lives there. Oh, nice. And uh, she was wondering which route to take Northern cross the States and come down through Arizona, California. Any thoughts? Hmm. I don't know. Um, that's more a personal choice, but I could ask. <laughs> okay, this is all I'm getting. I'm not getting direction. Um, they're saying um, just kind of do some research before you leave because I feel like there's some fires or some oil fires that are going to be taking place if they aren't already. So to try to choose the path to avoid that. That's very good advice. That's um, what I you, heard. Do, do you ever get natural disasters uh, come through you, uh, um, you know, ahead of time, like, you know, like a warning for yourself or for somebody you love? I have to say, I haven't yet. You haven't yet? No, I haven't yet. But, yeah, I haven't I yet. That. That's very it's interesting. More, it's more like when, when spirit talks to me, like I don't trust, like I don't read for myself because mm -hmm. ego gets in the way. Mm -hmm. So I do go, I have certain people that I might go, get a reading from now and then that don't really know me personally. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes I do go for readings just, and a lot of times what I find is I already knew the answer, but I just needed the validation because yes. I wasn't sure if it was ego. I got you. 
But usually when spirit speaks to me, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like a soft, subtle voice. And I, I try to determine like, is it ego? I can't explain the difference, but when it is spirit or angels, it's a different type of voice in my head than it is when it's ego, but still, I don't always trust it. Mm -hmm. So I, I go for readings every now and then. I, I think we all do where, you know, I, you saw, I, I, I sought out you that day. I just have, I didn't even plan on doing it, but they're yeah. like, yeah, do it. So yeah, I'm going to do it. But yeah, I, I think every once in a while we need that confirmation because we do get a message and we just need that validation from somebody else that doesn't even know us. Uh, you know, and it's fun too, because it's an mm -hmm. adventure to see what's going to pop up. Because yeah. I thought for sure that day that I met you, you were going to channel Cecil, but no, my mother, and my grandmother came through. So, oh. you know, you never know who's going to come through. Right. Whoever wants to connect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, I, you know, I always like to, you know, suggest other people because there is enough for everyone. That's my mm -hmm. belief. But there's also a lovely lady who um, reads out of the Chi Crystal in Gulfport on Tuesdays um, during the farmer's market is Maryland and she does tea leaves. And that to me is amazing. She's her and I have swapped reading several times and I'll be like, you saw that, that <laughs> like, <"How do> you? <laughs> my, my grandmother that passed away when she was 99 years old. Uh, well, she was a month away from her 99th birthday actually. And uh, she, as a kid, she was from Blackpool, England. And my great grandparents owned a holiday resort there and she would had to work uh, as a child, but her and her mother, well, her mother believed in, you know, going to get tea readings and, and psychic readings and mm -hmm. they would go get tea reading, you know, all the time. And I just find that interesting that people can look at tea leaves and pick something up out of it. Yeah. She's like, Check her out. You know, she's at Chi Crystal uh, in Gulfport on Tuesdays during the farmer's market hours. But yeah, I, she'll go, oh, yeah, you see this and you see that. And I'm like, and then when and last time I had a reading from her and she goes, you're going to have to go to the dentist. I go, OK, well, I know that. Well, then I ended up having to get a cap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, And that was so funny. She just picked up like the coolest little things like um she goes, you need to get a brighter light by your bed to read. And I have a real dim light. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to say, oh, it's time to get an upgraded uh, prescription for your eyeglasses. I keep yeah. waiting to hear that. I'm like, I don't want to get older. I don't want to hear that. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anybody else that wanted a reading or has a question? Uh, nobody else has commented yet. If you guys are listening, I know a few of you are listening from my personal page. If you'd like to ask Michelle a question, you have to go to Raising Vibration Radio on Facebook or the YouTube channel or the uh, Reverend Raven Facebook page at Reverend Rave okay. uh, to type in your question because I can't see it through my personal one. So if you have a question for her, please go to any one of those and type in your comments so I can read them to Michelle. So Michelle, uh, 
any um any insight let's ask the angel cards is that what you're using your well, angel today cards? i actually um i have what they call god and goddess cards oh god and goddess cards i'd like you to pull one they are me. angel though but uh, okay mm, that's beautiful those are beautiful i would like you to pull a card for me okay and actually, Spirit's guiding me to pull a card for Taurus. <laughs> oh, good. Taurus. For the sun yes. sign that Spirit yes. is. So it's I'll do that too right one. next. Because yeah. they just said pull a card for the Taurus. 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 Astrology sign. Which is what we're in right now, I believe. Yes. Are, are, are we coming up into it, right? I think or we're is it in now. It. Okay, let's see. The Reverend Raven. One card. What's the message for Reverend Raven tonight, Spirit? Pulling one with my left hand. We'll nice. see what you got. Angel of the universe, you are being encouraged to expand your thinking. Um, but Reverend, when I also channel the energy around this card, it isn't just so much thinking, but it's business. Mm -hmm. um, so they're saying to start to think a little more outside of the box. Um, are you doing public speaking yet? Well, other than the podcast, no. Other than the podcast? Yeah, no. Okay. Have you thought about this? Because I feel like this is an area that you can definitely expand. Well, I, I do public speaking for the time bank. I am the chair of the St. Pete time bank. So I do get up on do videos and stuff like that. I encourage people to join okay. and everything like that. I need to do more of that though. Yes. Cause they're telling this, this is talk specifically. They're talking about public speaking. Yes. Okay. So okay. this is going to be an area to expand and to get your message out, Reverend. Okay? okay. Because spirit's saying you're not getting your message out. That's do I... you like do you like get messages or do you sit and like channel? This is something I do, and I guess this is meditation. I don't know, but sometimes I'll um write a question down on a piece of paper and then I'll just sit quietly and I'll just connect with my third eye with my inner self and write and wait for whatever comes and I write it down, even if it doesn't make sense. But I feel like this is going to be an outlet for you to start to get the answers that you need to get out there to the public. So that's kind of funny um, that you mentioned that. Uh, Bev was uh, talking to me this week about you getting a piece of paper and letting my left hand write something out to uh, get a message uh with the because i'm right hand dominant uh -huh. use my left hand and and let them scribe out a message that way um have you ever done that i've never done that just have your left hand do it that, that's something to try like yeah, automatic so, writing yeah yeah to to you know that type of thing because like you i think that sometimes when i hear things that it's my ego and I don't yeah. want to come from ego. So yes. Um, I know you're going to pull a card for Taurus, but uh, a friend of mine, um, Dennis, uh, Hi, he, Dennis. Can, he wants to know if you can pull a card uh, for a general outlook for May. For Dennis or for just May? 
I, I would do it for Dennis. Let's do it for Dennis. He's an amazing practitioner. Let's do it for Dennis. Okay. Let's pull a card for Dennis. Let me just, let me just smudge. Musing, I like to advertise for people. I don't know who these lovely people are. They were at the expo um, last month in Gulfport, and they make their own clearing sprays, and this stuff is great. I'm hoping they're there in August because I'm going to buy two bottles. <laughs> oh, nice. And what yes, kind of Palisanto. scent is it? Palo Santo clearing. Uh -huh. I see it. I don't know. And they even put their the stones in it. Oh, oh, sweet. Can't get it on your screen. Oh, yeah. I see the stones on the bottom. Nice. Okay. This is for Dennis. Yeah. I, I love supporting local crafters and people who. Okay. Dennis, what is in store for Dennis? Dennis, are you not smiling a lot lately? Have you been feeling under pressure or stress? Well, we'll see what he says here in just a second. Because they're saying you need to start smiling a little bit more. Don't let things weigh you down so much. Stand up for what you believe. You got the goddess of strength, Dennis. Okay, so they, the goddess of strength is telling you to stand up in what you believe and you will gain the respect. Hold your ground. So whatever's going on right now, um, hold your ground with it. It's going to pass. But again, stay strong with it and try to smile a little bit more. It's almost like just smile at people. Right. He, he wrote kind of, I don't know why. And he's a very powerful healer. Uh, source works through him yeah. and and he is great at channeling amazing energy um and uh he says he will do what you're uh, saying to do but he uh anybody that needs any energy work dennis is absolutely amazing um healer source works through him his energy great. is powerful and it, 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 he is just absolutely amazing. And, and I sometimes think that he tries to argue, you know, a little uh, persuasion, but he doesn't need to do that because he's so good that people are going to seek him. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't have to worry about that because his energy is so fabulous. People are going to seek out him for, for those healings and stuff like that. Well, he's got to stand his ground. Yep. He's got to smile. That. Okay, let's pull a card for um, Taurus. Taurus, my my good friend Tammy that used to do this show with me. Her birthday is coming up on uh, May fifteenth, so right. this will be a card for her, Taurus. And my daughter's May sixteenth. Oh, yeah, yep. So it's a good good month. Good people, strong yes. people, very strong. Okay, let's see. So what do we have for Taurus, 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 Taurus? Ah, you reap what you sow. Your dream is coming to fruition. So for, 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 those, for those Taurus, the astrology sign Taurus out there, um, be careful what you think. If you believe it, you believe it. Very strong manifesting time for you coming up through this year. The rest of um, 2022. Okay. Nice. So 
If you believe it, you believe it. So be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you think, because things are going to be coming to you very, very quickly, both positive and negative. So again, they want me to repeat this. If you believe it, you believe it. Okay? So the goddess, the goddess of nature is you reap what you sow. Strong message. Keep your thoughts pure um, throughout the rest of 2022. Think of only what you want and not what you don't want. And that's hard to do because I believe we're trained um, as humans or in this culture to always think about what we don't want instead of what we want. So remember how, how you word things. Um, I always remember a woman, a mentor of mine years ago. She was very um, well educated on the power of thought and manifestation. And years ago, I had a conflict with a coworker and I would always go, go into start work that day going, oh, what's going to happen now? What is going to happen now? And I remember her name was Rhoda, Rhoda. And she said, Michelle, what kind of relationship do you want with this woman? And I said, I just want a very respectful, professional relationship with her. She goes, then that's what you say before you go to work. You don't say, oh, what's going to happen next? <laughs> so I started saying that. I started saying, I have a very respectful and professional relationship with blah, her name. Mm -hmm. And I would say it every time I knew I was going to encounter her. And eventually it did turn into that. So our thoughts, I strongly believe, create our reality. So be careful how you word things. You know, try to keep the word don't out of there, Taurus. Um, this is speaking to everybody, but to this astrology sign, because it came up, is, you know, you don't say like, don't do that. Say, Please remember to try to not do this or please remember to, you know, put your sneakers on. But try to try to take out the don't because the universe here is don't, don't. So one of the things that I say to people and say, instead of I got to do this and say, I get to do this. Yes. I get to do this. This yep. is amazing. You know, I, again, it's all perception of word. And I, I love that message, not only for Taurus, but that's a good message for everybody. Yeah. Another big one is like people will say, I don't have the money for this. And I was a big one for that. I would say, oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I can't afford it. But then I'm telling the universe, I don't have the money. I can't afford it. So now I and I and she helped me with that years ago when I was learning how to manifest and I just say, I choose not to buy that today. Oh, I love that. That's I choose beautiful. I choose not to spend my money on that today. That, that's you know, a good one. And because I grew up with that, you know, a thought of lack from my mother being a single mom. And I had to change that because I was always coming from a place of lack. And that's all about manifesting in the power of thought. That is very good advice for everyone. Yes. I, I'm a firm believer of that. So uh, we got about, looks like three minutes left, guys. Wow, it's, it's, fast. it's been yes, a pleasure. Yes. So uh, do you have any final words that you'd like to share with our listeners this evening before we sign off for the night? 
Um, the one thing I would always like to say is just always know there is enough for everyone. You know, we, there's no need to be greedy. And if you have an ability, a skill, openly share it and teach someone else. I just, so many people are so afraid they're going to be replaced or, you know, somebody's going to take their job or do this or do that. Just, there is enough for everyone, you know, teach people, carry down the traditions. Um, it's just becoming so lost. You know, I work in my, in my regular job, I, I work with a lot of people who um, come from a place of poverty. And the one fella, I had him do a group on this. He's lived homeless for many years. And one of the ways that he made money is he made beautiful little creatures and baskets and things out of palm leaves. You might have seen them, people on the street selling crosses and things from palm leaves. Mm -hmm. And that's a skill. Yes. That's hard. And it was something he learned to survive living homeless here in Florida. <clears throat> so I had him do a whole group on it. He was so happy. I have like this beautiful rose and my... Um, visor in my car. I have a um, little thing that he made like a cricket in my office. So pass down those skills. You, everybody out there, you have abilities and you have skills. Teach them and pass them down to others so that there will never be a lost skill. Oh, the beautiful words to live by. And remember, uh, if you would like to connect with Michelle, go to sunshineguidanceservices.com or you can go down. What's the name of the uh, the shop down in Gulfport again? Tea Crystal. I'm there every, um, every indie fair, which is the third Saturday of every month from four o'clock in the afternoon till question mark. Indie fairs, they have a lot of vendors and music and things. And then I'm there the following fourth Saturday from 11 in the morning or 12 o'clock. I'm sorry. She opens at 12 now, 12 to like three. And then if there's a special event. Awesome. You can and always connect with me. I do phone readings, video readings, and personal readings. I have people from all over the world. And they can also connect with you every other uh, second Saturday at the church of the living God. Yep. Right? Over there too. And yep. Just wherever I'm supposed to be, I'll be there. All right. Well, you guys keep a lookout for her. If you're you. not in the St. Petersburg area, again, you, she can do the phone or the video readings. Yeah. Connect with her. And uh, we, uh, Michelle, thank you so much for giving all and your thank time. Thank you for having me, time. Reverend. Yeah, it was such a pleasure. You guys have a fabulous rest of your weekend. And we look forward to seeing you next Saturday night right here. Same time. Good night, Take everyone. Care.